0: Name is Tool, Private Dick.
1: I didn't know they still had those.
0: Well, I used to be a public dick, but I got too many complaints. Where's the body? The
1: next room. I'm Remington. Like the razor? Yeah.
0: You know, Remington, I've been to a thousand crime scenes, but the sight of blood still gets to me. I don't know why I even stay in this racket when people do such things to one another. Has the blood been typed? Be positive. I try, Remington. I try.
2: invites you to experience the death of comedy.
0: write home about I was sitting in my office expecting a whole lot of nothing and then she walked in she wouldn't be walking in that night so what will it be fate? killer knocking at the door or a phone ring bingo tool private dick what? No, sorry, you're looking for the adult bookstore down the street. Come in. You missed. Oh, yeah?
1: Wait, you're not the adult bookstore
0: common mistake.
2: Saw them shut. Jesus Christ,
3: deny your Maker. He who tries will be wasted. He-
2: sewn them shut. Jesus Christ, he who tries, will be wasted. Feed my eyes, now you've sewn them shut, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Total nuclear annihilation. In these times, a bomb could land in your neighborhood and turn it into a radioactive wasteland. But that's nothing to be afraid of, as long as you know what to do. Take, for example, young Bobby. Bobby, you're not afraid of total nuclear annihilation, are you? Yes, I am. That's right. Bobby isn't afraid of total nuclear annihilation because Bobby knows just what to do. No, I don't. You see, Bobby knows that when the sirens go off, there are places that he can go to be safe. Such as shelters, caves and failing those things beneath his school desk. When I grow up, I'm going to do so many drugs. (laughs) Haha, that's right, Bobby. It's just common sense. And if there's no desk around, just drop to your knees and say Jesus. Wait
0: till you hear the music I listen to.
1: Just remember, when the sirens go off, find a shelter, a desk, or just fall to the ground and say... Jesus Christ! That's right, Bobby.
4: die
0: They called it the Purple Kernel. I wish I'd never walked into that place, but it was the only place that a guy could get a shot of rye this late at night. It was there I saw her for the first time, sucking peaches out of a large tin. There was something about her hair, especially around her chest. It glistened in the moonlight like glitter. When her eyes met mine, I was hooked, like Whitney Houston on crack. You look interesting, I said. Then I finally heard her speak.
3: Hi, handsome. She
0: had a voice that hit me right in the crotch. I knew she had to be mine. What's your name, sweetie? Steve. Steve, I said? That's a beautiful moniker. It was my mother's. I had seen a lot of dames in this place, but there was something different about her. I just couldn't quite place it, but I knew it would come to me.
3: Miss Steve, could you sing it? Oh, no. No, please don't ask
1: but it makes all of us so happy.
3: Yes, please sing. You really want me to sing? Yes, I do. Okay. I got nuts,
1: Nuts. hot nuts. Anyone here wanna buy my nuts? I got nuts, nuts, hot nuts. I got nuts for sale. Uh, Selling one for five, two for ten. If you buy them once, you'll buy them again. Selling nuts.
5: Hot nuts. You'll buy them from the peanut man. You buy them from the peanut man. I'm singing nuts. Hot nuts. Anyone here want to buy my nuts? Selling nuts. Hot nuts. I got nuts for sale. They tell me your nut is mighty fine. I bet your nuts isn't hot as mine. Selling nuts. I buy 'em from the peanut man. You say the buy from the peanut man.
0: I had never heard such a beautiful voice in all my life. I had never met a woman like her. I was a fish on a hook, and I knew I was a goner. Not bad, not bad at all, I said. And then I laid my cards on the table. So tell me, doll, what's a guy gonna do to get you in the sack?
3: It's no use. There's only one way we could ever be together. Tell me. All you want to do is tease me.
0: No, tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Show you a card trick, light your cigarette, tell you a dirty joke.
3: Kill Inspector Tool. Kill who? Inspector Tool, she repeated.
0: Wait a minute, I'm Inspector Tool. <laughs>
5: And now for another adventure of... The Naked Man! When we last saw our hero, Naked Man, he entered a bank disguised as man-wearing pants, a mild-mannered tailor wearing pants. When all of a sudden... This is a robbery. Everyone on the ground. Now I want you to fill up this bag with dollar bills, see? While the robber was distracted by the money filling his duffel bag, man-wearing pants ducked behind a table to remove his pants... And become the Naked Man. Not so
0: fast, Mr. Robber.
5: It's Naked Man.
0: That's right. It's Naked Man. Drop your gun. I won't ask you twice.
5: What are you going to do, Naked Man? Other than make me feel uncomfortable.
0: Just because I'm not wearing any sleeves doesn't mean I'm not holding an ace. Last warning before I pull it out.
5: I'd like to see you try. Don't say I didn't warn you. Hey! Hey, what are you doing? I'm subduing you with my nakedness. Ah, oh, that's gross, Naked Man! With the robber distracted by Naked Man's powered-up nakedness, Naked Man's partner, Semi-Nude Boy, a 26-year-old freshman from a local community college, emerged from the men's restroom and took hold of the robber's gun, pulling it slowly from his hands. I think you... Can take it from here, Mr. Security Guard. I shouldn't have doubted Naked Man's Ace.
0: That's right. And let all criminals know that there is only one man in this city willing to take off his pants and stand up to criminals like you. That's right. There are two men. One who is just willing to strip down to his tidy whities but both are willing to stand up to criminals
5: like you. Thanks, Naked Man. How could we ever thank you? But when the security guard turned around, naked man and semi-nude boy had disappeared. Hey, you in the pants! Did you see a super-powered naked man?
0: Only when I get out of the shower. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
5: Stay tuned for the next thrilling episode when Naked Man is captured by his arch enemy, the evil Dr. Chill, and his snow machine in The Incredible Shrinking Naked Man. Sooner or later, everything dies. Cars die.
1: Opera singers die. Roosters die. Conversations die. Do you know the cool thing about Hitler? Even comedy dies. The death of comedy
6: on KPTC. We're killing it. There he is. All right, gentlemen, look alive. Here he comes. Mr. Cadwallader? Oh, yes, yes. Sir? Yes? We heard that you're a great problem solver and consultant. Yes, that is my reputation. How can I advise you? Well, you see, sir, we're a death squad. Oh, good, good. Good to know you. Death squad. Very impressive. You see, we have all the moving parts. We have a drummer. Good. Like a band? Very good. Rifles. Hmm? And soldiers. Good. Okay. So, uh, what's the problem? We, uh, can't seem to kill anyone, sir. It's really embarrassing. Yes, I can imagine. Do you have any execution scheduled today? Not at the moment, but we'd like to. Well, then, uh, why don't you uh, execute me? Sir? Uh, Not really, but we can do a dry run. Good idea, sir. I thought so. Uh, So what do we do? Well, first I tie you to a tree. Good. So you don't want me running away as soon as you shout ready? No, we don't. So tie me up nice and tight. Very good. Oh, I like that knot. Can you breathe all right, sir? Oh, fine. Thank you. And are you comfortable? No, no, don't be too nurturing. Roger that. Okay, so uh, what's next? I make sure the firing line is properly lined, sir. Very good, right. Facing in the right direction, looking right at me, right? Very good. So what's next? I offer you a cigarette and a blindfold. Good, good. Would you like one? Oh, no, thank you. I need to observe your technique. Of course, sir. So what's next? I call for the drums, and I make the command to fire. Okay, good. Go ahead. Are you certain? Absolutely. Drums! Ready? Fire? Aim! Ready? Fire? Okay, alright. Hold on. Alright, um, I think I've got your problem. Already, sir? You see, you might want to try ready, aim, fire. How's that, sir? Well first you 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 ready them, right? And then you you aim, and then after you've readied and aimed, and you you fire. Forgive me, sir, but isn't that what I've been doing? Oh, no, no, no. No, close. But no. See, so doing it in the wrong order. Wow. I, mean, it's I had no idea. No wonder we haven't been doing our <laughs> yeah, things right. I think I'll take a cigarette right, now. You I heard just, the man. Just, that's right. So, can somebody untie me? This is hey. me. I'll take that cigarette now. Oh boy.
0: I had been a lot of places, seen a lot of things, but why did this dame want to hire me to kill me? I thought about it over and over, but it just didn't add up. Like a case I once had concerning a narcoleptic bedwetter who had mysteriously die. Dehydration.
3: What did Tool ever do to you, doll? I asked. He fingered me in a police lineup. He what? He pointed me out in a police lineup. He did what? He identified me as the killer in the St. Anthony massacre.
0: There must have been some mistake. I did identify the killer, but it wasn't her. But that didn't matter. At the moment, all that mattered was making sure that she never found out that I was Inspector Tool.
3: So you're Inspector Tool? Who spilled the
0: beans? You did. Wouldn't be the first time I double-crossed myself. I had only one thing left to do. Lie. I swear it wasn't me, doll. I said. You're lying. How did she find me out? You just told me. Ratted on myself again, and twice in one day. Well, there was only one thing left to do. Run. Don't run. She was always one step ahead. Do you smoke? Ah, yes, Doctor.
1: How many cigarettes a day do you smoke?
0: Maybe half a pack. A
1: half a pack? I know. This is concerning. I know. In order to get all the health benefits of cigarettes, you need to smoke at least two packages a day. Health benefits? I thought cigarettes were supposed to be bad for you. Don't be foolish. Cigarettes contain a miracle ingredient called nicotine. You need to get your information from more reliable sources. All this talk of cigarettes being bad for you is a hoax, started by the communists. But I heard they are supposed to cause cancer. Do you realize that I have several patients with cancer who have never smoked a cigarette in their lives? You would think that if cigarettes caused cancer, then everybody with cancer would have smoked cigarettes. But that's not true at all. In fact... I've been encouraging my patients to
5: start smoking in order to cure their cancer. Has it? Ha <laughs> Let's listen to your lungs. Hmm. What? Cough.
1: <coughs> That's a very weak and feminine cough. If you keep neglecting your smoking, your estrogen will go through the roof. And that can affect your love life. Oh,
0: it's a good thing I came here today, Doctor. Now go outside and light one up. Doctor's orders. Thanks, Doc. Brought to you by the fine medical professionals of Big Tobacco Cigarettes. Because we care.
3: You're the one who fingered me in the police station.
0: You're mistaken, doll, I said. I only go to the police station to snitch and identify criminals.
3: And it was there that you identified me as the shooter in the St. Anthony's Day Massacre.
0: Mistaken again, I said. I didn't identify you. I identified Ted Tucker.
3: I am Ted Tucker. You lied to me. That's right. I lied.
0: That's what I don't like about dames. They lie about things, like their age and their dress size, and the fact they're actually an Irish hitman named Ted.
3: That's right, she said. And I'd kill you right here now, were it not for the fact that I'm in love with you.
0: That's the problem with vengeful dames who pose as women and fall in love with you. Half the time, you fall in love right
3: back. Did you really? Yes. You shot me. And you shot me. I guess we both knew that this is how it had to end.
0: Double-crossed by the one you love while he's double-crossing you.
3: I wouldn't have it any other way. (laughs) Be positive, the man said.
0: Be positive. I always hoped I would leave the world with something to remember me by, and this was it with no further explanation. In the morning, I'd be found shot in the gut alongside an Irish gangster in a dress. I'll try to be positive, Remington. So when you've seen your last tomorrow, and all your body heat is gone, and you realize help isn't coming, and there are no more dreams left, and you are one labored breath away from the terrifying void that will take everything away from you, remember, Inspector Toole there's always someone worse off than you.
2: Mm-bap, just don't know. Can you tell me which flowers are gonna grow? Is it gonna be a daisy or rose? Bop 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 bop
1: Well, that was our show. And though we we uh, we barely got this one in on time, folks.
0: And we haven't got it in yet.
1: Our intro this week was replaced by Dave Minkoff's cover of Henry Mancini's Peter Gunn theme, which is available on CD Baby and iTunes.
0: We also had Richard Cheese's characteristically manic cover of Alice in Chains' Man in the Box from his Aperitif for Destruction album published by Surf Dog Records.
1: 99 Red Balloons, originally played by Nina, was covered here by New Old Stock and produced by Greystone Records.
0: We did a karaoke cover of Jack Calloway's version of Georgia White's Hot Nuts, got them from the Peanut Man. This episode also featured Postmodern Jukebox's retro cover of Hanson's Mbop, available through Amazon, iTunes, and their website.
1: Incidental music in this week's episode included Paul Anka's cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit and some YouTube public domain music written by Kevin MacLeod and Matthew Pablo.
0: Special thanks to the usual folks, Larry Stein, TJ, and Lynn, and the unusual folks, our support network, our comedy death squad, people who supported us through loyal listenership, words of encouragement, and or sharing our posts on social media. These include Daniel Frederickson, Robin Castles, David Faber,
1: Paul Rice, Brian Vart, Jin daughter, Ariel Spesser, love you honey,
0: Mary Ashley Medeiros,
1: Frank Europe,
0: Mel Edwards, Liz Cochran, and others who will thank you by their first name it will include John and Milo. Didn't want to be so I attached.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: All of our episodes are available for free download at our Podbean account at www.thedeathofcomedy.podbean.com Again, that's www.thedeathofcomedy.podbean.com And look for us on Facebook.
0: This has been The Death of Comedy.
1: We're killing it.